This podcast is offered by the San Francisco Zen Center on the web at www.sfcc.org. Our public programs are made possible by donations from people like you. Thank you, Kodo, for your introduction. And uh, thank you, Nancy, for inviting me to give this talk. And I would like to start by saying uh, how happy I am to see everybody's faces and um, names on my little computer screen. <laughs> and I wish everybody a very happy Lunar New Year, the year of the ox. So happy Lunar New Year where you are. Um, and um, I would also like to um, dedicate this talk to Sojourn Mel Weitzman Roshi, who passed away um, on January 7, uh, earlier this year. And um, It's been uh, over a month now. And within the past couple months, our Sangha uh, community also welcomed two newborn babies. So there has been a lot of, um, a lot of things have happened in the past few weeks. Um, sadness, happiness, and mourning and celebration. And uh, in this cycle of life events, everything seemed complete. And tonight, I would like to um, uh, say something about the Lunar New Year, especially um, the upcoming uh, Lantern Festival, which is the first full moon in the Lunar New Year. And so um, in China and um, many regions uh, in the world that celebrate Lunar New Year, the celebration starts uh, usually the week before New Year and, and it, it lasts for a while and it, uh, it kind of goes on until the first full moon, which is a couple of weeks after the new year. And, um, and that, that's, that's like the, the grand finale. There's a big celebration around that time. And uh, so the first full moon, uh, it, it symbol, symbolizes light and um, togetherness 
It brings people together, brings family and friends together. And um, in um, many parts of the country or the, um, the town or the city, uh, people will set up uh, these uh, festivals or um, um, uh, lantern festivals uh, where uh, people come together and and see the lantern displays, shangdeng, uh, and uh, and families come together and they they make tangyuan uh, the mochi balls and uh, and they eat tangyuan and that's you know the roundness uh, uh, symbolism symbolizes uh, union, completeness, uh, being together. And uh, so during the holiday, uh, there's a lot of these things happening and uh, uh, children love it. Uh, children love to go to the, um, to the uh, lantern shows, the lantern uh, fairs and um, and I, I remember when I was a kid and uh, there would be different, in, there would be several, several um, different uh, places in the city where I grew up, uh, Guangzhou or Canton and in different parks, uh, there would be lantern shows. And, um, and not only, you know, all the colorful, beautiful lanterns, uh, but also there, uh, there could be like uh, dragon and lion dances, and there, there would be food, and there would be um, uh, the kind of fun part is um, uh, one of the fun parts is the um, to to get the lantern riddles. So uh, on the lantern displays, oftentimes they hang. Uh, riddles and they're called lantern riddles, me And then you, if you figure out what what it is, you can go to a booth to uh, get your reward. <laughs> and uh, oftentimes those are candies. And so, uh, so it's it's uh, also a kind of a brain exercise for kids and adults. And uh, so it's a lot of fun. Um, so, um, uh, there, there's a famous poem about the Lantern Festival that was written by, uh, the Song Dynasty poet, uh, poet, uh, Xing Qiji. Um, it, it's probably one of the most well-known poem uh, about Lantern Festival. The, the title of the poem is called um, The First Full Moon Night, Yuanxi. Uh, sometimes it's translated to just Lantern Festival because they are, um, uh, they are the same. And um, so, uh, in this poem, it describes what's going on at the festival. Uh, 
the things I tried to um, describe earlier, but but he um, he says it in a much more elegant way. Uh, by the way, Xin uh, Xiji, his name, uh, his family name is Xin, but Xiji, um, his given name, uh, means dispelling illnesses or dispelling diseases. So I thought it would be auspicious to quote his poem tonight for the new year. Um, so the poem was uh, written to the tune of Green Jade Table uh, because in Song Dynasty, uh, um, a very uh, popular form, poetry form, what, uh, is called Ci from the Song, uh, in the Song Dynasty. And the poems are written uh, according to certain tunes, certain patterns, so that people can sing it. And so it's more melodic, more musical. And um, comparing to uh, the more popular form in Tang Dynasty that, that are a fixed length, um, I personally uh, like the Ci form uh, even more because of the, this, the musical sound to it. And um, so the, uh, the poem starts by saying, one night's east wind adorns a thousand trees with flowers and blows down stars in showers. Fine steeds spread fragrance in wood. Music travels from the phoenix flute. Across the sky, the moon sheds its full light while fish and dragon dance all night. So here it talks about fish and dragon dance all night. You know, that describes the fish and dragon lanterns. Uh, kids are waving them. And uh, so that, that's, um, that's just how, uh, how delightful it is. And um, um, the, the Lantern uh, Festival uh, also gives us uh, a lot of lantern riddles to solve. And uh, the, some of the common uh, riddles, um, they are in Chinese, they are, um, they are kind of hard to translate because uh, you know, they want you to guess certain uh, uh, characters or certain names of the places or names of uh, people in history or in modern world. And so it's, it's hard to uh, translate these riddles. But for example, um, uh, a riddle might say, uh, what is, what is um, long lasting peace? And uh, it's supposed to, um, uh, for a uh, name of the city. And so it's 
it's the name of Xi'an, but it's not the current name. It's, it's the name uh, in ancient time, which was Chang'an, long piece. And so you kind of have to know just a little bit about the history and about the characters to get these riddles. Um, but um, I, during this time uh, of Lunar New Year month, I have some of my own riddles. Um, because of pandemic, um, I have not been able to go back to China for quite a while now. Uh, I want to say for a year and a half now, I usually go visit my parents and family uh, twice a year. But uh, since the beginning of last year, I have not been able to go because the border is closed. And uh, so during the, the holiday time, uh, I would I would get a little homesick. And uh, some of you might be able to relate relate to this, um, whether it's a Western holiday or a Eastern holiday, uh, something comes up, uh, which is very, very close to our heart. And so, yeah, so I was a bit homesick uh, the past few weeks and um, and I was, you know, talking to my family a lot, and I was thinking about my friends in China a lot, and um, and so so the question came to me: Where's home? What is home? Since I'm so uh, kind of um, missing home, I mean. I have a home, I have a shelter, I have a place to live, and I, I love where I live now. Still, uh, there is a sentiment uh, that, that I would call homesickness. And so my um, lantern riddle for this year was, where is home? And um, so I walk around it, walk around with it, and I it comes to me when I when I um, cook, comes to me when I walk. Where is home? And um, One day, um, uh, I started to, uh, well, I, I read poetry. I read classical poetry on and off. Uh, I go through phases, but lately I started to read more. And, um, and so, so, I read a lot of uh, poetry by um, Su Dongpo or Su Shi, uh, who lived 
um, just a little earlier, uh, also from Song Dynasty, but he lived uh, about, um, let's say, 100 years before Xin Qiji, who wrote the lantern poem. Uh, so Su Shi was, um, uh, well, I, uh, is, he, he was um, probably uh, the most admired and accomplished uh, poet in Song Dynasty. Uh, also a, a photographer, a painter, a, um, a government official, and uh, he, he, he was many, many, many things. And uh, his poetry was quoted uh, oftentimes by Zen masters uh, in their teachings, uh, including Master Dogen, uh, the, the founder of Soto Zen in Japan. Um, so I was reading his poem and also his um, stories. And one of, one of the stories uh, really um, caught, caught me. Um, so Su Shi went through um, many ups and downs in his life, uh, it, depending on the, the ruler of the, the, the emperors, the rulers of, of the dynasties of the court. Um, he, depending on whether he uh, agree or, or disagree with the rulers, he, um, he, he was named high officials and he was sent exiles. So he was, he had ups and downs many times and he was sent uh, to uh, the very southern part of China at that time was very remote, um, three times in his life. And uh, during those times, he, uh, he suffered a lot, but he also uh, was very resilient and very, um, it, it kind of uh, stimulated, stimulated his, uh, his heart and his, um, his art, his poetry. And so one time he, uh, he came back from one of these exiles and, and he met with a friend of his who got exiled uh, at the same time he was, uh, but to even further down south, further further remote and harder, you know, places with harder conditions. So his friend uh, is, was named uh, uh, Wang. Uh, his, his name was Wang, Wang Dingguo. So Wang, Wang Dingguo also returned from exile together with, with his uh, female uh, companion. And um, 
so Su and Wang were good friends. So they got together for tea and music. And Wang's uh, partner was a, a accomplished singer, musician. So she uh, played music and sang for uh, for Sue. And Sue was uh, was surprised to see them that to see that they they didn't look they didn't look um, um, that like they didn't look like they had a really rough time. They um, they look even younger, and she looked even more beautiful. And in his poem, he says, "When when she smiled, well, he he wrote um, he wrote this poem to um, to this uh, lady friend, whose name is uh, uh, Ronu." And he said, when you smile, uh, it looks as if you, your smile carries the fragrance of the plum blossoms from Southern Mountain. And so the story goes uh, that Sue asked Ronu, the musician, well, I thought in the South, uh, life is quite difficult. Was life quite difficult for you? It must be. Um, you know, also for, for Chinese people, when you're sent away, so far away, far away from home, it, I mean, it's very hard for them. And so, so the uh, lady friend answered, Wherever my mind rests is my home. And so Su uh, Dongpo or Su Shi was very touched by, by her answer. And, and so he wrote, he wrote this poem for her that says, uh, basically describes the conversation. Life is difficult in the South, wasn't it? You said, where this mind settles, where this mind rests is my home. Where this mind rests is my home. And when I when I read it, uh, it just brought me to tears. And you know, I I read these poetry many times, but this time around, it just um, strike a chord um, more than ever. And um, So um, 
part of my practice is to um, copy classical poetry uh, with calligraphy. And it, I, started, I started this to do this uh, when I was very young. And so I, it come, comes back to me sometimes. And so, so for the past couple of weeks, I, I, I sometimes I just pick up the brush and copy these poems. And it seems like, they seem like a threat. They seem like threats that, that take me back, that can kind of take me back to China and take me back to, um, to places and uh, to uh, the history and to, to the connection that I long for. Um, and uh, it brings me a lot of uh, comfort. And so where's home? Ronu said, where my mind rests is home. And maybe this riddle has many answers. And maybe where connection, where there is connection, there's home. And um, So I'm jumping back to the earlier poem, the Lantern Festival poem by uh, the other poet, Xin uh, Ji. Um, so he continued to say, to describe what was happening at the Lantern Festival. In gold-threaded dresses with moth and willow hair ornaments, Giggling, girls disappear with trails of scent. A thousand times I search for him in the crowd. When all at once I turn my head, he's there where lantern lights are dimly shed. So sometimes we we keep looking for something, we look for something, we search for something. And uh, sometimes, sometimes we find it where it's most uh, surprising. Or sometimes we find something else. Sometimes uh, the riddle gives us a different answer, not the answer that we're looking for. Dongfeng Yue Fang. I'm going to read it in Chinese. Dongfeng Yue Fang, Hua Qian Shu, Geng Chui Luo, Xin Ru Yu, Bao Ma, Diao Che Xiang Man Lu, 
，凤箫声动，玉壶光转，一夜鱼龙舞。蛾儿雪柳黄金缕，笑语盈盈暗香去。众里寻他千百度，蓦然回首，那人却在灯火阑珊处。A thousand times I search for him or her or them or it in the crowd when all at once I turn my head. He, she, they, is, are, there, where lantern lights are dimly shed. So, what? Where is home? What is my riddle now? What is your riddle at this point? I hope that uh, that we find. Discovery within the search, within the questioning, and um, as the fir first full moon, the first full moon night is approaching. Uh, that's going to be Friday. The first full moon in Lunar New Year. I like to end my talk with a word, with some words from Sojin Roshi. Um, he often likes to talk about light, and so this is a line from one of his talks. Zazen means to open yourself to be a vehicle for light. So may the first full moon shine through you, and take you to new discoveries. Thank you very much for being here with me tonight. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by the San Francisco Zen Center. Our Dharma talks are offered at no cost, and this is made possible by the donations we receive. Your financial support helps us to continue to offer the Dharma. For more information, visit sfcc.org and click Giving. May we fully enjoy the Dharma.